Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. Mike thought. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Albuquerque. Ah. You know what that means? It means the boys are at Howie's Sports Page. Let's go. Let's go, baby. I'm the boys are back. About to rage at the page. Monday Night Maniacs, get ready. We're going to get loose tonight, baby. I like that a lot. Monday Night Maniacs, getting ready to get loose. I am Fred Slow, Van Nunley alongside me. Alongside us, Luke Markwith of Howie's. Let's go, Luke. Welcome yes. to the program, brother. Oh, always good to be back. Always good to have you guys back. Yeah. Monday night football back. I mean, everything about today is just fantastic. You guys know how fun Mondays are in the world of the NFL season, so we will have a lot of fun talking about the NFL. we got a lot of fun things going on this week, including Duke City Championship Wrestling on Thursday night. We'll talk about that a little bit. Not today, probably tomorrow. Today's a football Monday. Uh, but today is 9-11, boys. We, um, we often do because we have every year. At least I have. I've been in... Uh, I've been in sports talk radio for 21 years in October. Mm-hmm. 9-11 was 22 years ago. Uh-huh. So for my entire professional career, 9-11 has existed. And the narrative over 9-11 has changed for me substantially over those 21 years to where, you know, uh, the first year or two years removed, there's a lot of remembrance still. And, sure. uh, you know, then there was these, we're going to build monuments. You know, obviously we're at war. Obviously there's a ton going on. And, here we are 22 years later, and it's interesting to look back at 9-11 and make sure that it is remembered, which is kind of ironic because the, the catchphrase was never forget. You know, mm-hmm. the, 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 in, you can use whatever word you want here, but I'll just say propaganda. The propaganda was never forget. Don't forget about what happened. And what's interesting now is we have a generation of human beings that can't remember because they weren't there. They weren't sure. born. They were children. And I almost feel there's a responsibility, boys, when it comes to 9-11, even on an NFL Monday here at Howie Sports Page, to make sure you're talking about that, having that conversation with, with young adults today and tell them about that emotion and tell them about what was 9-11 and, and how you individually experienced it. I mean, t- over 20 years later, unpackaging the whole situation, what we did with the war, what we did with American citizens' rights, that's a, that's a whole other conversation for another program. But I want to talk about how I felt on 9-11. Yeah. Because that was a supposed to be a very special day for me personally. I don't want to take anything away from those friends of the show who have maybe lost somebody or connected directly to the tragedy. You know, sorry, we are sorry for your loss. But that was a dreadful day for me because, as you know, Fred, I, I am have aware. Yes. a 21-year-old daughter. That is correct. And the morning of September 11th, we're getting the ultrasound to see my partner's pregnancy what sex our child was going to be right and i watched the second tower fall from the doctor's office in the lobby waiting to find out the sex of my eventual daughter yes and i was just had to think what what world am i bringing this kid into the dread cannot be explained into words by someone who words for a living so the dark clouds were definitely on top of me and the future of my daughter. And, you know, luckily, a couple pandemics, a couple, you know, worldwide events. Everyone's fine. We're 22 years later. And obviously, never forget the activity of September 11th. But, I mean, it means something different to everybody. It does. And, and Luke, you and I were talking off the air. You were talking about being in your early 20s and being in Las Cruces and yeah. some of the people that surrounded you. And you were telling me there was a mixed bag in your immediate surrounding of, of people just saddened and shocked, which was my world as a high schooler. But then also you said you knew military members, and there was a time of chaos and confusion. Um, kind of share that story a little bit with, with your 9-11 experience. Yeah, definitely. Like my roommate at the time was uh, in the actual in the Army Guard, National Guard, and so he was on immediate kind of alert of how soon was he going to have to pack up and go. And, yeah. and you know, we were also all of me and my social circle were of that age where we had to start wondering: Are they going to reinstate the draft? Is this going to be something that you know all of us are going to have mm-hmm. 
no choice in kind of a thing. And so, I mean, it was just a scary time all around. Just you know, terrifying. At a very young age and, and just kind of discovering who you are as a person yeah. in your early 20s and then and then to have all this. And I had family on the East Coast and obviously worried and concerned for them and not being able to get a hold of people. And it was just... Well, and then, you know, we hearken that conversation back to you, Van, to where your daughter is 21 years old. I know your daughter well. She's she's smart. She's 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 all the things you'd want a human being to be, sure. and she can comprehend and process. But as you are, are watching her grow and introducing her life, how do you explain 9-11? How do you, like, introduce the not just the events as they occur because you learn those but the emotion how do you how do you convey that to to a young adult and your daughter specifically who will eventually run this country yeah absolutely and and she will be her and her group of friends you know are all intelligent kind thoughtful human beings she takes her her studies very seriously right. she volunteers she's better than you she's a hard worker she's, she's better than you she's better than me yes. in every single every way. Every quantifiable category. Yeah. Intelligence, yeah. looks, kindness, yes. patience. Um, she speaks more languages than you. She has more, more friends lang- than you. She speaks more languages, yes. plays more instruments. Correct. Uh, is just way better looking. Let's but get, it, let's you have better facial hair. That's, well, boom. There's that's that. the there one. But that's the thing. Like, how do, like what, is that, what is that conversation today, boys? Like, how do you tell young adults that are, that are coming into the world also, if Michelle Obama Grisham right. will allow you to do it, unless she wants to break your constitutional rights of free speech, that's a whole other conversation right now. Yeah. Like, how do you do that to make the levity exist? Because sure. I don't think I ever fully understood Pearl Harbor. You know, I don't think I ever fully understood, even as recently as, like, um, I guess that's the best example. I was going to say the first World Trade Center attack, because I didn't really get that as a kid either. Right. I mean, let's not compare a, a pandemic to... A, a terrorist attack, no. but my 21-year-old daughter went through COVID in high school. Yeah. And she's seen a lot of things throughout her life, uh, the rise of the far right, you know, multiple, you know, tragedies in this country, uh, you know, weather patterns picking up, dealing with the effects of climate change. She's had to deal with a lot of things throughout her teenage and young adult years that we didn't have the same kind of perspective on then either. But instead of a, a series of events that you learn from and adapt to, September 11th was just one flat-out tragedy. Yeah. Like one awful terrorist attack that, you know, sucked the life out of this country for a while and then, and then brought us together in an absolutely beautiful way that I don't think we've seen since then. But taking that national pride and taking that love and taking that tragedy and and in my perspective, this isn't everyone's thoughts on the situation, but kind of using it for political gain to get a lot of things enacted that wouldn't have otherwise. Patriot I think, Act. I think we about, yeah. Patriot Act, um, you know, invading Iraq, you know, the, these kind of things that ended up happening politically because of this, this event. That notwithstanding, I think we misused a lot of national pride, a lot of great momentum in that moment and we could have used it in a positive way move forward built from that moment and a lot of people in power use it to exploit the american populace and it's an interesting dynamic as of today as well because if 9-11 occurs on 9-11-2023 as opposed to 9-11-2001 it's a different narrative immediately everywhere we saw that with the pandemic you know there's just such an access to information there's such an access to misinformation there's such an access to avenues of communication to where you would immediately have opposition i don't know a word to say to factual events well everyone has a platform these days yeah sure more more so than they did then and you know kind of one of the things that we have to just remember and when we are talking to the kids about it today that didn't live it it's kind of heightened the fact that yeah, for a while after that, we all did come together, and that's what we need to take from it and try to get closer to that because we are farther apart than we've ever been after getting so united after that and, and kind of losing the lessons that that, that taught us in, in, in kind of bringing everybody together for a while. Well, you know, it's a, I don't know if we're farther apart than we've ever been, but if you compare anything to what, how close-knit everyone was at that time, sure. September the 12th, we are as far apart as we've ever been. If that is your starting point. Like, and, I mean, we're not currently in a civil war. It's not, it's not the 1860s, you know, but it's, it's we are currently as distant from as close as we were at that time. And, and it's wild. You know, it's wild to try to communicate 
what it was like for me as a high schooler being, you were one year out of high school, right? Did I do that math right? That is correct. Yeah, yeah I was 19 years old. So I was a high sure. schooler, and I, and I remember going to school the next day and, and recruiters, like in the lunchroom, in the hallways, people I'd never seen before in my life, telling me how they were there to, to avenge, to change, to do, you know, and, and all these different narratives and all the different approaches, and just a ton of chaos and confusion and harm. And then to just see how it, is, it has changed since then is, is just incredibly um, fascinating. And I don't know how to communicate it to Van Nunley's 21-year-old daughter. I don't know how to communicate it to really anyone up until, what's a fair age, 30? Do th- I guess some 30-year-olds get it. It's real smart 9-year-olds might have got it. but Yeah, not, not only did you have to be older, you had to be intelligent. You had to know about the... the the pulse of worldwide politics to even understand how something like that could happen. Yeah. My 19-year-old brain couldn't handle that. Obviously, my 19-year-old brain was addled with jazz cabbage and too many keystone lights. Yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't really wrap my head what was going on on a worldwide scale. It took years for me to be able to unpackage that situation. Mm-hmm. If that would happen to you know, anyone that age, right, like literally right now, I could only imagine the giant amounts of misinformation. Can't. That's like one of the biggest problems we deal with now is the Internet has access to all the information in the history of the world. Flip the coin over, it also has all the access to all the misinformation in the history yeah. of the world. So if hey, an event like September 11th happened right now in, in this Internet age, the way people are, like we mentioned before, have, haven't been as divided since September 12th, can you imagine the misinformation campaign coming from all fronts on the internet cannot but i'm so very appreciative to our audience that allowed us to talk about it for a little bit i would encourage you friends of the show to talk to they that might not understand talk to they that might not get it it's not just a a story in a history book it is it is a real occurrence that happened to people that young adults interact with every day and if you have a personal story or if you have any sort of way to communicate the emotion of the day i would encourage you to do it because the idea of me as I grow older for that that loss of emotion that has occurred over time, because that's how I feel it is now. I feel today, 9-11, it does not have that sentence, that word, that phrasing, does not have the impact that it had five years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago specifically, sure. and before then. And then, you know, lastly, I've talked to you about this before, Van, the way that the world of sports, because that's where we live, that they incorporate Monday Night Football do it tonight, undoubtedly. Right. You know, that the way that they've incorporated – um, patriotism is a word that I think has got a bad rap. But the way they've incorporated patriotism, the way they've incorporated knowledge and learning and their partnerships, and now we do the national – we didn't used to do the national anthem before everything. I think people forgot that. Right. Like, like it, it is here and it exists and it is permanent. And, um, I mean, here's Duke City Championship Wrestling. It's up on Thursday night. Kat Powderell is going to sing the national anthem for us because she's the best in town. And this is the week that we deserve to have the best national anthem that we could possibly have in town. Sure. You make the effort. You make the freaking effort. I, with, with all that being said, you know, we are. And we'll go to break is, after this. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, you said earlier, I was 19. You were in your teens in high school. And you talked about the recruiters who immediately, you know, got their boots on the ground and started recruiting people to, to get into the military in, in a way that I hadn't seen in my life or even heard of yeah. since the Vietnam draft. And I just want to take this moment to thank all the military service members oh, who, absolutely. who were inspired by that moment and after that moment who did serve this country, who served the military to keep all of our rights in place and keep this the greatest country in the world. And thank you for your service. And, you know, I've, I've lost friends, and I have friends who came back from war who weren't the same person. And this level of sacrifice that it takes to do that, to be that supportive, to, to support this country and to fight for this country, I mean, it goes without saying, you're a stronger person than I can ever be, and thank you for your service. I like that a lot, man. Final words, final thoughts on it before we go to Sports Talk, boys? I think we're there. We'll grab a break. Whenever we get back, Bob Walpo's back at the station. He's making the, he's making the show go around. Big thank you to Bob for being a part of today. We're going to recap scores over the weekend. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're obviously going to talk about the stories. Lobos did it big at home. Also, Ooh, baby, the crowd was big. Congratulations. Biggest opening day crowd, home opener that they've ever, ever had. 
So we're going to talk about that a little bit. they got a big game coming up next week. We'll put love to that on Wednesday as Coach Danny Gonzalez will join us at 5.30. Also a little bit of off-field stuff. So that's going to be interesting before we preview Monday Night Football. It's Tuman on live from Howie's Sports Page. Come rage at the page tonight and hang out, you Monday maniacs, as we finish our talk radio show up at 5.30 and we immediately turn on Monday Night Football in the soothing therapeutic voice one joe buck oh god here let's we go. go two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal uh, bloodstain. come on yeah come on yeah come on you better give me that give me that yeah you throw up the set homie throw up the set you better take it back take it back kind of like this whatever this is this is the energy I want for the program today. Now I got my COVID shots. I'm about to rock the spot. And like the matchup, I'm about to make it hot. Got my mask on. Big NFL weekend, boys. And it was a good one, too, baby. Well, some of it. Not Sunday night, not so much. Sunday night was wild, huh? That was bonkers. All right, well, yeah, all right, well, we'll start with the worst. Just jump right into the Cowboys. I got, a, I got some stats for you, boys. They're from the Stupid Athletic. Okay, okay. are you ready? Also, we're at Howie Sports Page. Come hang out with the boys. We'll be here all night long. It's giving away halftime raffles. Come get your raffy, boys. Van, you know what I threw into the raffle today? You know what I threw into the raffle today, Van? Let me guess. Van, you know what's in the raffle today? Uh, On top of season three, two men on shirts? Uh, In addition to? Is that what you're saying? So I didn't bring those. Did you bring any? You didn't bring the shirts? I forgot the shirts. You didn't bring the shirts. They're at the house. I super forgot until you just said something. Yeah. yeah that's My it. goodness. Okay. Okay, well, let me have a second guess. Uh-huh. Duke City Championship wrestling tickets. We got four of them. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Buddy. So I'm not giving them away. Howie's is giving them away. So you got to be down here for the raffle. But do keep in mind, if you come to Duke City Championship, uh, Championship Wrestling at the Historic El Ray on Thursday, you're sliding money into Daddy's Pockets. I want to be very clear about that. Sure, sure, sure. Daddy's pockets are going to get You're lined. You're referring to your pockets. My pockets. Not the proverbial everyone's no. pocket. Literally your pockets. I am daddy in this scenario. Aha. Uh-huh. In the history of the NFL, according to The Athletic, no team has ever lost 40-0 to zero or worse. Alongside losing the sack battle 7-0 to zero or worse. <laughs> Alongside learning, losing the turnover battle 3-0 to zero or worse. Alongside... Having a blocked field goal return for a touchdown alongside throwing a pick six in the same season. No team has ever done all of those things in the same season. Giants fans and your stupid loser team, they did it all in one game. They, they bundled. <laughs> Bund- bundling is the big thing these days, yes, right? Yes, so you they, can get Disney Plus. They, you can get. They bundled all those stats and a season's worth of stats that had never oh, happened. Got that into out of the one way. pathetic game. The NFL has got to stop putting this matchup in primetime. I cannot keep this many years in a row watching the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants just crap on my primetime Sunday night television viewing tendency. Well, again, going back to the first segment, it was very strategic having last night and tonight's game in New York City. Good point. Right. And so that was well, th- that, mean, that's that New there. Jersey. Well, yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> the New Jersey Giants and New Jersey Jets honoring sorry. September 11th. Uh, yeah, some of those good, guys good on the news. Giants want to get some new jerseys with other team names on them after Hey-o. last night. That's the one. Congratulations, uh, though, Cowboys fans. And also, New Jersey Giants fans, can't get any worse. <laughs> Quite literally, <laughs> this is rock bottom, boys. It's all uphill from here. And let me tell you, New Jersey Giants fans, your team is better than this. Not a lot, but your team is better than this. The only thing that would have made that better is if it was the Monday night game and Eli would, and Peyton were doing their Ooh. their thing. And that would have that oh, been fantastic. Oh, they had to run all over them. Oh, yeah. They had to run all over them. It's the worst. Sunday night football, and this sets the table for it being the worst. All sure. these Sunday night games suck. Let me, let me explain something to you about this game last night. The Dallas Cowboys defense scored 12 points. The New York Giants offense scored zero points. That means the Cowboys offense didn't need to take the field all game, and they still would have won 12 to nothing. The quarterback for the New Jersey Giants looked terrified. Terrified the entire evening. I felt bad for him. 
as a human being. <laughs> he had no clue. Also, Saquon, I get that you can't run it. You're chasing 40-plus points. Sure. I get it. Sure. Where are you at? Where is anyone on the outside for this team? I mean, he had like four and a half yards of carry or something like that. Well, I was going to say, they moved the ball that first <laughs> drive and kind of got down the field, and he had a little success, and then the blocked field goal, and it was just the landslide begun. Ooh, it's buddy. generally the worst professional beatdown we've ever seen in the history of football. In the history of football, that right there, statistically speaking, is the worst thumping a team has ever put on another team. Well, it's, it's, it's very rare when you have a game that's 40 to nothing you, and you say, it's not as close as the score made it seem. <laughs> I mean, th- this is, you know, a lot of times you'll have those games that are blowouts and you say, oh, but it was a much closer game than that, yeah. the sc- than the score indicates. Now, this was 40 to nothing, and it wasn't that close. It could have been 55, 60 to nothing very easily. Yeah. The Cowboys, like a uh, little person running back, he got a lot of reps in the fourth Deuce quarter. Vaughn, my yes. boy, my ginger brethren. Cooper Rush, he got reps in the fourth quarter. They started their second and third teamers in the fourth quarter. That's how bad it was against your rival. Had it not been against NFL policy, I think Trey Lance could have got a few snaps last night just to, <laughs> just to see what they're working Excellent with. Point. Yeah, why not? Let him in there, too. Hey, hey listen, guy. We, uh, no start, pressure here. Start a friggin' raffle in the crowd. Bring some people, some Cowboy fans. Just give them a jersey. Let them play. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, you know, the, the spread, the Cowboys were three and a half favorites right you know if you're confident about your bet you could buy some points like if you really thought the cowboys were going to kick ass like they did you could have said oh i want i'm going to buy up some points i'll take cowboys minus a touchdown minus 10 points i want to call vegas right now say did anybody make a dallas minus 39 and a half point bet (laughs) did anybody buy the points up to 39 and a half that's rough it man it's so bad right now it's in, and how is the how are the phone lines just not lighting up? Thanks for letting us do our thing today, Cowboys fans. Because I thought we'd hear thousands of we dim boys click on our program. Well, I think they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I gotta look right at them. That's the best defense in the history of football. What? Well, you might. That's rec- it. You might recall last week I said the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl to lose to the Jaguars. But I told you, Cowboys fans, your team is good. They are going to make a run. Congratulations. This is the start you guys wanted. Well, just everyone should know you were watching a historically significant game, not just a bad game. It was historically yeah. speaking. Sure. The most significant beatdown in the history of beatdowns. If you're going to watch the worst movie of all time, you're going to watch the worst movie of all time. Yeah. In it's IMAX. not like you're just you're not just watching some random bad horrible movie that the tomato meter is through the floorboard. You're watching the worst one of all time. And you're going to watch it in IMAX 3D with Dolby 9 million and, you know. Sunday Night Football was the room of football games. Well, yeah, that's the thing. There was no other games. <laughs> there was nothing else on. There was no other games. It was. The, the movie The Room is so awful, it's fantastic. That game was so awful, it was fantastic. I don't, so I don't know if The Room's that awful. I mean, it's just kind of, it's like smart. I did so. not hit her. <laughs> Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Just a, a wild, wild end to the weekend, which is how we'll continue this talk. Green Bay, put file this one in the I told you so. File this one, and the Fred Slow said, "Yeah, like, like little, like what this noise? This." Uh-huh. I'm go shuffling through, papers. Go, sh- go through the file. Go through the file. Put it in there. Because I said, those boys are going to start the season eight and zero, and after they start the season eight and zero. They're not even going to know what losing looks like in such a way. And they put it on. They look like a world-beater team. Is the NFC actually good, and I didn't realize they were this good? Both sides of the ball dominated. The Bears had a couple big plays. They could have put a couple decent drives together. But like you said, Luke, that's one of those games that wasn't as close as the score indicated. The Packers dominated the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Jordan Love, oh, my God, Packers fans. He fumbles, and then he throws it to the Musgraves cat, and you're like, is that annexation of Jordan Love? Is that what we're doing? Packers fans, you got a quarterback. He looked good. He actually looked good. And what's important about that is that he didn't make a bunch of 
Patrick Mahomes throws. You know, he didn't run around like Lamar Jackson. He did exactly what was asked of him. And, like, the most impressive part about Jordan Love's performance to me is he threw the ball out of bounds. Joining us on the program, friend of the show. Also, he's the first quarterback to throw three touchdowns this season. I know that doesn't sound like a big stat. No one had that on their bingo card. Sure. No one. Friend of the show, Dan, joins us on the Sports Animal Hotline. Uh, He always brings it when it relates to the Cowboys. Dan, how are you, brother? Yep, you're here. You're here, my man. What's up? Hey, good. You guys buying about the Cowboys again? I'm buying into them. I don't quite have Dan there. Hey, Dan, how would you get a uh, get a better connection and call us back, my yeah, friend? Yeah, Bob, we'll, we'll get Dan on the next one around. Yeah, try try us back after the break, Dan. Dan, Dan brings cowboy heat, though. He does, though. I'm into Dan's energy on this. Look, you were back, he, look back to Jordan. Oh, yep, Love. go ahead. He looked like a NFL quarterback. I was worried that he's just going to be in Lafleur's system and he was going to do just fine. He looked like an NFL quarterback, made his reads, made his progressions. He wasn't just throwing the ball up blindly when he got in trouble. He'd run himself out of trouble and throw the ball away. He didn't try to force it into tiny windows. He took what the defense gave him, and he looked like an NFL quarterback. And as a, as a Packers fan, I am wildly impressed. Mm-hmm. And I had my bar set low. You were here, Luke, uh, obviously at Howie Sports Page, big Sunday football day here at Howie's every Sunday. You're watching it. Packers bar. Packers here, bar. Packers bar, bar here at Howie's. Not exclusively. Not exclusive. No. Hey, not that there's anything wrong with the the walls back here are green. They are green. The walls back here in the corner are very green. As the Packers yeah. faithful are packing Howie's, Luke. What is the energy in here? Is it just ooh ah? Yeah, there was definitely a lot of optimism yesterday uh, throughout the game. Everybody was excited. I mean, you know, there was a lot of good games, some not so great games, but that one seemed to just have everybody, all, all the Packers fans, on their feet most of the game. A lot of the "Go Pack Go" chanting going on. Um, it was a phenomenal crowd here. Great day, and yeah, I mean, they they they're already uh, inducting their third quarterback in a row into the Hall of Fame. Well, and that's some too. Since I don't have the exact number, but since the Packers traded for Brett Favre in '93, '92, whatever it was. I think they're 45 and 15 against the Bears. <laughs> like, they just don't mess around no. and lose to the Bears. And I own you. The Packers- Guess what? Different quarterback, different jersey number, same result. Packers own the Bears. God, they do own the Bears. Woo! The Bears will never, ever own the Packers it's because gonna be they're going to be a minute. They're off to a three, one disadvantage since 93 already. Like it will take you 20 years to even come. Even it won't happen. It's not a thing. Also from, okay. There's a lot going on here on the texter and there's a lot going on here on the phone lines. You can tell it's football season. Welcome back, by the way. Yes, welcome yes, back. No. Let's go. It's the most popular sport in the country. It's got the biggest fan base. We know you. Sports animal fan. We know you two men on fan. We know you CBS sports fan. You took a little bit of time off there during the summer, didn't you? We saw you take the time off. I don't want to listen to Van talk about baseball. Well, I'm tired of Van talking to me about Walpo. And that's not the producer. (laughs) Hey, that's that's well aligned live pop up outs. And you're like, thank you, thank you, Gary Busey. Yes. More NFL talk whenever we get back. The boys are live at Howie's Sports page. We're going to hit the friends of the show as well whenever we get back. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, home of Monday and Thursday and Sunday football here on The Sports Animal. The boys are live at Howie's. God, I love this place. Our apologies to Dan who tried to connect with us and couldn't, but Sports Animal Hotline is open, 505-246-0610. Joining us on in front of the show, Steve. Steve, welcome to the broadcast, brother. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Oh, just, you know, getting ready for the best night of our lives, which is tonight at Howie Sports Page, watching Monday Night Football with all these maniacs. Well, I, I can't wait to watch the game, too, and watch Aaron Rodgers come crashing back down to earth. Okay. Okay. Steve's anyway, here. But that wasn't the reason I called. What's up, my man? I heard you guaranteeing that the Dallas Cowboys were going to make the Super Bowl and to file that away in the Fred Slow Guarantee category. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, to be 
They and the Packers. That's the call. So. Okay. I just wanted to remind you about the last Fred Slow uh, guarantee, and that was that the Kansas City Chiefs were going to humiliate the Detroit Lions. I think what you said was not even close. And uh, how'd that turn out? Well, I mean, there's, uh, there's, you know, there's room for error in every um, uh, recipe. There's, uh, uh, there's an apology to be issued, really, is what I'm seeing, Steve. So, um, yes. Steve, Steve, we ain't got enough time all on air every single day for Fred's pick mess-ups. we got, we got to do a program here. <laughs> Steve, well, you know that... what? Fred didn't do any worse than last Thursday. You had some guy on there who was ran a business where he offered you guys the best picks to yep. make money in football betting. Yep. And he gave us two two picks. Remember? It was uh he was picking uh uh San Diego to beat Miami and he was picking uh Nebraska to uh beat uh Colorado. And he was wrong on both of those. <laughs> so not a lot of good information coming out that day. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's tough early in the year. So For sure. You, know, you, know, you don't know. You don't know who's who. No. You, know, you, you don't know who's know. who yet. Yeah, we just, we're we got to let no, it congeal a little bit. I mean, uh, we got to have training camp here, too. Better than <laughs> yeah. the offense at this stage. That's why all my fantasy football teams are scoring about 75 points. Uh-huh. You know, so it's, it's a brutal first week. That's for sure. Steve, thank you for taking the time, brother. We always appreciate your calls. That's a good dude. That's a good dude. Steve, keep keep Fred honest all year. Okay. Please. Well, and speaking of that, you also said that Travis Kelsey was going to do his Willis Reed and come out and play. I did do that. So yeah, that was that was a lot of van there too. So I mean, we all we all made some mistakes yeah. last week. Also, like Steve's got like a he's got like an iron like he's got it locked down on memory. Like yeah. He knows he's got them all. Steve, so, Steve, it's not just Fred. I missed four parlays. So. <laughs> Yeah, Vikings and Bengals kind of screwed your boy over. If I were to, Luke, show you the group tax between me and Van and Jake Cassio and Amory Castillo, and I would start to keep a running tally on how poorly they all do at NFL bets, yep. you, would, uh, you would laugh a lot. You would laugh a lot. Orlando, welcome to the program on the Friend of the Show Hotline. How are you, brother? Gentlemen, how's it going? Doing how's good, going? doing good. You know, I check in every once in a while. A <laughs> um, uh, couple of things here, three actually. I'll, I'll keep them brief. I know you guys are limited on the time. Yep. But uh, on the 9-11 thing, uh, near and dear to my heart, I ended up, I retired here uh, 24 months ago this month, two years ago this month. There we go. 38 years, of, 38 years of service. Ben, I want to thank you for the kind words you had earlier. It is greatly appreciated, and I love hearing it. And uh Thank you very much. It, it, Absolutely, it, my friend. You know, home. It comes from the heart. I was a combat, I was a combat medic, and uh, when 9-11 happened with the Navy, so I did duty with the Marines, uh, long story short, volunteered in 2003. I was in Iraq, horrible eight months, you know, seeing some stuff. After that tour, I came back for five years, and uh, I was 42 the first time. For the second time, I was 47. I was Navy Reserve. I was part-time. Ended up serving twice. Just, I mean, the first time I volunteered, the second time I was voluntold. Uh, uh-huh. So very near and dear to my heart. And again, Van, kind words. They do get close to home. Well Next deserved. is fantasy football. I want to thank you guys for twisting my arm to join that your league there. <laughs> yeah, baby. And actually, I'm playing A. Marie. And she, I mean, I benefited from her because I listened to her Saturday morning program when I'm out working out. Yes, this old man still works out. <laughs> And uh, I got a lot of good hints, and I'm playing her, and I'm up, I think, 20 points on her. I might, I might get Good. Let's game. go. The, My the dude. First uh, third is the Lobo game. Went to the Lobo game. It's about time. I mean, they, yeah. beat, they beat a team they should have beat. They, they started off very shaky, and I'm like, oh, no, here we go again. But it went well. I, it went so well, I left at the end of the third quarter because uh, the beers are too expensive there. But um, <laughs> And, of course, last but not least, my Dallas Cowboys. I'm a hardcore cowboy fan, but I'm a realist. I was very surprised, uh, and it brings to mind a question: Are the Cowboys that good, or are the Giants just that bad? Oh, let's visit that when we get back, because I don't mind I like stretching that, that out a I little like bit. That. Orlando, congratulations on losing your first fantasy football game tonight to A. Marie, as she has a spectacular comeback. We're really excited <laughs> about that. 
And thank, uh, I know I know we've said it to you before, and we say it often uh, every time we call. But thank you so much for being you, friend. Thank you so much for your service, not to just the country, but, but you know, to every. Just pe- there's an appreciation. There's for an sure. appreciation for sure. Orlando, thank you. Thank, thank you, fellas, for walking me through fantasy football since I haven't played for like seven or eight years. <laughs> we, Sounds like you're crushing it so far. We invited a little inside <laughs> uh, radio here. We invited Orlando into the league on his birthday, but we didn't know it was his birthday. So we text him, we're like, hey, you want to play fantasy football? And he's like, I thought you guys were texting me about my birthday. <laughs> we're like, how would we have known that? We league? are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did I not lead with that? This yeah. is a very exclusive league. Yeah. We're only giving it to you because it is your right. birthday. Oh, that last text didn't send. That's my bad. We will tackle a little bit more how good the Cowboys are, how bad the Giants are. Obviously, a bunch of stories to go through. We will try to hit on they as fast as we can. And a little bit of a preview of tonight's Monday Night Football matchup between the Buffalo Bills of New York versus the New York Jets of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It's two men on live from the Mobile John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Of course, we're powered every single day by our starts at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. We spend our evenings right here at Howie Sports Page on Mondays. Yes. Don't forget, lunch is over at the 6-6 Diner at that milkshake special. If you're going over to the if you're going over to the fair, which I went to today, if you're going over to the fair, stop at the 6-6 Diner first. Sure. Trust me, you'll save some bucks. Uh-huh. I looked at some of those prices, and if you're going to tell me $13 for a slice of pizza with a handful of pickles on top of it is an actual price for a thing, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree entirely. What kind of maniac puts pickles on a pizza? I don't know. It was, it was a suggestion to me. It was kind of a I'm while. just starting to warm up, warm up to pineapple. Now you're telling me pickles are a thing? Yes. Yes, we are. We're at Red Door this week, so we're going to enjoy that on Thursday. Up before, Duke City Championship Wrestling live at the historic El Rey Theater. Check that out at dccwtickets.com. Don't forget, if you buy a ticket to that, you're sliding money into Daddy's Pockets. So I'm appreciating everyone who's appreciating that product and supporting me and its endeavor. Thank you so very much. Also, we're about 15 minutes away from 5 o'clock where we'll be Starting our Monday night with New Mexico's vodka. That's Teller Vodka. You know that for a fact. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live from Howie's Sports Page. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Luke Marquette. Where we are already in mid-season form. I do feel that way. I do feel that way. I feel like I'm I'm home. Seeing some familiar faces already starting to roll in. We're getting ready to start grilling the glizzies in just a few minutes. It's uh, it's time. Hey, the last time that Howie's wasn't in midseason form, Jimmy Carter was president. That's <laughs> true. That's 100%. Well, you know what's so fun about Howie's is, obviously, I come not just on Monday nights. I come throughout the summer or sure. whatever. And, but I'm not here on Mondays during daylight hours. I have to work. I have this radio show. Right. So so I show up, like, late at night, like, like real seedy-like. Uh-huh. People, people are like, are you him? And I'm like, I am him. And they're like, stop saying I am him. That's, that's weird. Just say your name. Say your name, Fred, at Howie's. Halftime giveaways. We've got a bunch of them tonight. Obviously, you can come and eat for free on Howie's. they got grilled glizzies. they got yeah. a whole little spread. I, they have a lot of pitchers for Bud Light. There's one that they won't have in a few minutes because I'm going to get that one for myself. That's what's up. That one is for me. Come hang out with the boys. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. Michelle Lujan Grisham will not try to stop you. She will not. Just, just pass for no reason. Legis- not even legislation. Just they, say a thing out loud. They've tried before and they haven't been able oh, to stop us. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nine months closed couldn't stop us. We're stronger than ever. So oh, here we gosh. go. This is not the politics show, but figure it out, MLG. Like, it, just figure it out, girl. A little part of me like nods my head a little bit. Like, oh, I get it. Okay, I get. There's a problem. I get I, it. I get it. I see I the it. problem. But what? What are you doing? <laughs> you did, what, you, what did you say? What do you think happened? What you you're just gonna, you're just gonna just rip up the Constitution all of a sudden. You, you think you can just do it? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. No, you can't. No, you're wild. You can't. That's uh, you're wilding out, girl. The Cowboys are not as good as the Giants are bad. That's a fact. Hey, that's the truest thing ever in the history of the world. And, the whole entirety of the world, that is the truest thing. The Cowboys are good. I'm not going to say they're not. I saw them. Offense has some work to do, but the defense was stellar. Very good. Incredibly good. That guy that I thought wasn't that good, Micah Parsons, they put a bunch of good guys around him. All of a sudden, he looks good. He's pretty good. <laughs> like, what? Like, what is it? What's up with this dude? 
Also, their secondary is real good because I'm watching that offensive line, and what are they doing? Stunting on those Giants. Stunting every single snap, it felt like. You got a guy going around a guy. You got a fake blitz. I felt like it was Madden, and someone's just, you know when you play Madden and someone's going on the triggers right beforehand? Mm-hmm. You're like, that's what they're doing. The, the Cowboys have it figured out here, Danny Jones. I think, I think by the end of the game they felt bad, and they were counting five Mississippi before they rushed. Oh, <laughs> oh that no. That was the whole fourth quarter. Yeah. It, it could have been 60 rip if they wanted it to be. You Speaking of Madden, what the Cowboys did to the Giants, that's what you do to your 8-year-old nephew who wants to play Madden with you. Hey, f- you beat him 40 to nothing in the third quarter, and then you put in the scrubs, and you try to let him score, and he still doesn't score. <sighs> From the Sports Animal text line, I like when techs start with Yo Fred. Uh-huh. Yo Fred. Okay. The other day, A. Marie didn't want to say Daddy's pockets. <laughs> That's true. She didn't. She has issue That's with referring to my pockets. She, in full disclosure, she has a lot of issues with a lot of things we do. Yeah, th- good point. Yeah. To be fair. That's just one. To be fair. She does. What about switching it up to Poppy's pockets? Ooh. Okay, that's not a terrible idea. Slow money movement? Maybe put your cash in Fred's Fun Money Foundation? These okay. are all very this good. Strong work. Or even come up with a fun jingle. Okay. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. A fun wrestling jingle for Daddy's Pockets. Okay. Come to Duke City Championship Wrestling if you haven't been. It is so much fun. All we do is laugh. Watch Thursday Night Football later. You don't even know who's playing on Thursday. The TiVos. Friend of the show, you don't know who's playing on Thursday. Don't talk to me like that's a reason why you can't come. You can there's 16 games a week. <laughs> and with YouTube TV, it's, like, super easy to watch it now. Like, super easy. You just turn off YouTube and come to Howie's. That's, that's, that's the, the easiest best op- thing. That's the best option. Luke Markwith, you hanging out or are you good? I'm hanging out. Are you hanging out? Luke's with us all programs yeah. long. Broadcasting live from Howie's. We're going to get weird. A little Monday Night Football viewing party after this. It's two minutes on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The home of Monday, Thursday, and Sunday night football here on the Sports Animal. We came to play, we came to play, we came to play. We came to play, we came to play, we came to play. We came to play, we came to play, we came to play. Brought to you. Back live at Howie's talking football on a football Monday, recapping football from this past weekend. Including a dude, Dylan Hopkins, 13 Ooh, of 17, 273 yards, four tutties. Did turn it over one time, but that's fine. I mean, that happens. What are you going to do? You're going to try to put some things out there and get creative. But just an absolute dominating performance from the Lobos, just right above 17,000 fans. The Lobos announced in attendance, 56 to 10. Home team victorious over a team they should have put it on, and they did put it on them. And it's a shame that everyone who was outside didn't come inside because I think there's more than 17 outside. Oh, did it feel like that? Not everyone yeah. came inside. The, the Well, and here's the thing. I, I, full transparency, not able to be at the game, had a prior obligation. That's life. That happens. As I'm, like, doing my best to get updates and doing my best, I don't know how to say this without sounding cynical, Luke. Twitter was a positive about the Lobos. Sure. You don't always find that on game day. Sure. No, definitely. And it and – it, I was excited to go back and kind of see the highlights that I saw, and, and I'm going to watch the entirety of it on the Mountain West Network when we get a chance. But, uh, yeah, the boys, I guess the boys, the boys, get a little tune-up for the New Mexico State game coming up this weekend. So Lobos football appearing, at least right now, to be a back boy. So I'm pretty excited about it. Dylan Hopkins looks like a dude. Yeah. He looks like a quarterback. He read through his progressions. He looks the part. And, you know, no offense to any quarterback on the New Mexico Lobos in the past decade or so. Looks like we got our guy. Mm-hmm. We got a guy. He's also in a system he was familiar with, with the offensive coordinator coming yep. over yep. and everything. And so that always helps. But it definitely was uh, encouraging this weekend. Just shy of 600 total yards for the offense. They moved it. Defense looked really strong, too. Obviously, the shutout in the second half and... What do you often have in these big blowouts is you got guys on the field that wouldn't necessarily be on the field to start a game, and they were performing out there as well. Yeah. You know, so it's given a lot of opportunity to a lot of players to get out there, play in front of what? Their fans. I think it was billed as the largest home opening 
crowd ever? Ever? That's, ever? Huh, that's bonkers. Yeah, so pretty excited. And, hey, and as far as, like, uh, the traffic, the parking, the, the tailgating events, the pregame events, that was a good tune-up. Uh, concessions on the inside, ushers on the inside. 17,000 people is a good to- uh, tune-up for what's about to happen this Saturday. I agree. It's a big one against the Aggies. It's, it's 6 o'clock kickoff there. You get that on the Mountain West Network. KOAT will have it as well on that 7.2. I don't... I'm yeah, going to be honest. True really, crime something, yeah, 7.2 or 3. I don't or, really know how that stuff works. Like, is it, but we'll it, have it here at Howie's. On it's the at Howie's. We'll have it here at Howie's. Right here yeah, at Howie's. So you're, it, you're home for Lobo football and all things sports. If you're not there in person, come to Howie's. Exactly. Watch it at Howie's. That's so funny. This, um, this one, I'm going to say it in the most politically correct way. Come early next Saturday. Don't do anything stupid in the tailgate. Don't get too drunk before you try to go in. Yeah. Like, there's going to be a heightened awareness with thing alongside what's, I mean, the fairs going on on Saturday. Yep. Along, there's just a lot going on in the world, and this thing deserves to be treated with, what's the word I want to use? The delicacy that it deserves, and I don't mean delicate like a flower. I mean delicate like a bomb. Like, it is, this thing is going to have some energy around it dating back to basketball last season and football before that. Yeah, this is the, show, first, the first big meeting between these two schools since all of that. Show so. it the respect it deserves. Hey, and I went on record last year saying that you should slap Lobo and Aggie fans on the wrist and not have games this year. Yeah. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Keep that in mind. Fans, players, college students, be on your best behavior. You can have an absolute blast. Guess what? There's Bracanos yeah. that live in Crucis. Yep. Guess what? There's Aggies that live in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. We both we both live in New Mexico. We all represent New Mexico. Put your best foot forward. Talk all the smack you want. Keep your fists and your weapons to your damn self. Have a blast, and let's represent New Mexico and have an amazing Saturday. Well said. You... You guys are both from that region of the state. You're both here now. I am not from this state at all. I'm here now. I recognize, I think now for the first time, emotions run strong in this rivalry. Let them run high. Let your, let your, but you got, you got to recognize the environment you're in. Right. And Lobo fan, I am encouraging you. Aggie fan, I am encouraging you. New Mexican, I am encouraging you. Make the right decisions while you're out there and, and treat this thing with, um, the sensitivity that it deserves because Definitely. because yeah. it is it has been a well there's been loss of life i don't know how else to say that yeah the rio grand rivalry is a privilege not a right we don't have to do this for you yeah. new mexico hey this he, is not necessary michelle lujan grisham can actually get rid of this one yeah for sure <laughs> so stupid and, uh, we are exactly at an even line right now too in vegas there's no spread oh, i didn't know that. there's no favorite it's an exact a even line. Well, in the, as of this morning, the Aggies made their conference USA de- debut last week. Lost. Mm-hmm. Like that's like that's where they are. Mm-hmm. Like they want this one. Yeah. Like the Lobos put it on and um, not FBS, SCF school. Yeah. They put it on them. Like they're like these are two teams that are doing two very different things right now, and they both want this one for opposite reasons, and it's going to get it's gonna get real entertaining. Be there in person. Do it, enjoy it, get out in front of it. We know how important that is to every single Lobo fan. Respect it. Respect it. Respect it. You don't know what you got till it's gone, no. Lobos and Aggies. So big win for the Logos over the past week, and we're excited about that. We'll talk more about it with head coach Danny Gonzalez. That'll be Wednesday at 530. We're excited to have he on this program Always. talking about that. We're going to grab an earlier break so we can come back, give a fair amount of time to NFL recap over the weekend and – We're going to give you our Monday Night Football predictions, and we're not on the same page right here. So it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about who is going to do well and those that don't do well, why. It's Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Anthem. Back live on the program, back live at Howie Sports Continuing down the recap of the weekend, we'll also preview the upcoming Monday Night Football. Excited for that. Fred, you know how 
you some, go you go a, a couple weeks, you go a few months, go you go a, a few months. years yep. mm-hmm. without maybe I don't know seeing a loved one. Yeah, maybe a family member, uh-huh. a best friend. Yeah, and then you get to see him that warm embrace. You know, you, you were miss only him. gone three days, dude. We're fine. I was talking about Howie Sports. Oh, page. okay, got I it. I miss Mondays at Howie yep. Sports page so much. They're back. We're back, baby. Let's go. All is right with the world. Mm. You, mm. I, Duke, every single person on the face of this planet outside of maybe Jeff Symbietta, we were all wrong about the Rams this past weekend as every single person I ever met, talked to, or placed a bet, wager that the Seattle Seahawks were going to put it on them boys in the Los Angeles County area of the city of Los Angeles. Rams big over the Seahawks. Is this real, boys? I do not believe so. Uh, I had some uh, pinkies out expert analysis while I was doing my homework today, mm-hmm. saying that there's a shakeup in uh, the, the coaching staff of the Rams that kind of fits their um, player personnel better. But I think this is the one-off fluke. Okay. I don't think Matt Stafford is Matt Stafford of old. Uh, obviously, there's no Cooper Cup. Uh, Aaron Donald still seems like Aaron Donald. But the rest of that roster is pretty soft. Okay. Luke, I, think maybe, I think maybe it was more of a Seahawks loss than a Rams win this time. Luke, you feel that way or otherwise? You know, I'm still kind of up in the air, but I, they looked a lot better than I thought they would. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's, Stafford's still a great quarterback. Maybe um, Maybe the biggest surprise of the weekend, sorry to cut you off, Luke, is the Cleveland Browns over the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals only put up three, and Cleveland scored 24, one in uh, recognition of every person that Deshaun Watson sexually assaulted. <laughs> So, yeah, is that the exact number? I believe it's close. If it's not, I think it's under. As I said, yeah, maybe under, I but maybe even way under. Take this, the is the, this is the biggest shock of the weekend to me. Uh, the Vikings upset was big, but that, I mean, that was a close game. That was a one-score game. The Browns didn't just beat the Cincinnati Bengals. They embarrassed them. Okay. They dominated them. Mm-hmm. So, you know that meme, Fred? I'm going to talk memes nope. real quick. You know that meme where I don't. Homer Simpson goes into the bush. I do know, yes. And then comes back out of the yeah, bush. Yeah, we call that Marge. This is Joe Burrow cashed his check, went into the bush, and then Andy Dalton came out because yeah. that was embarrassing. That was not Joe Burrow. Who was that guy impersonating Joe Burrow in Dave Cleveland? Klingler. <laughs> <laughs> That's and then also their wide receiver had been like saying a bunch of stuff publicly about With the elves. Yeah. And, uh-huh. I mean, I just, there was some inclement weather. There was some things, but they just did not look good at all. They were not rough. the part. The Baltimore Ravens did what we thought they would do against the Texans. We'll blaze past that. Um, I think Baker Mayfield is a loser. I don't mean professionally as an athlete. I mean just like in life. He just seems like, like a wienery little weirdo. I don't know how I feel about Baker Mayfield winning football games, but – he beat the Minnesota Vikings this weekend, so I guess that makes them le- less than the little rascal that is Baker Mayfield. I'm rooting for Baker Mayfield just because of his commercial um, shooting prowess. I don't think the Buccaneers are a good football team. I think they're going to be 500 this year at best. But look, Wait, the they Buccaneers, get, they couldn't get any running game going. And, and if you're relying on Mayfield all season, I think you're in the you're, wrong boat. You're in but. big trouble. The Buccaneers had... Two drives over 50 yards, and they scored touchdowns both times. Super. So Vikings outgained them by like 230 yards, and the only two times that they they gained more than 50 yards, they scored touchdowns. Trying us again on the front of the show hotline is front of the show Dan. Dan, welcome back, brother. How are you? Hey, guys. How you doing today? Ah, we got hey, you this time. Hey, there we go. What's up, Dan? Well, I was going to tell you, uh, I wouldn't write the Rams off. I know that they have uh, they got rid of a lot of good players, but I don't. I'm hoping they do a little bit better than they did last season. I wouldn't write them off, and nobody nobody ages well. But I'm willing to bet uh, if the Cowboys go any further than what they did after trouncing the Giants, be willing to bet my retirement that uh, they'll get to the playoffs, but they won't get past. They won't get into the Super Bowl. So that's my take on Okay, okay. Don't hate that at all. Dan, appreciate you taking the time. I don't necessarily know if the Cowboys are that step ahead of the Packers this second. I don't necessarily know if they're a step ahead of some of those other NFC teams like the 49ers. The Niners. Yeah, but but I think I'm going to see them in the mix because I don't think the Commanders are in the mix. 
that matchup will be good when on October 8th when they meet San Francisco and the Cowboys. That'll be the one. I mean, that'll probably be one of the highest-watched games of the year. Yeah, I agree. Niners-Cowboys pulls. Dan, thank you. Thank you. I like him, I like him a lot. Back, back to the Vikings real quick. Yeah. I told you in the, the season preview they're not going to be as good as they were last year. I see them sneaking into the playoffs. Look, the Vikings were 11-0 and in one-score games mm-hmm. last year. What are they in one-score games this year? 0-1. 0-1. Those odds had to even back out. Yeah, I mean, they just had a lot of problems near the goal line. They, I mean, they, they, said they had no problem moving the ball. They had... Tons more yards and, and, and didn't that, but they just couldn't close anything. They just uh, got sloppy near the goal line and uh, a few tips and a few things, and that's just the way it went. Have you guys ever seen a less hype first overall draft pick than the one we currently have in the season this season? But all the rookie quarterbacks look like rookies. They all look like rookies. I was pretty, I was pretty impressed on the surface with Anthony Richardson. He did his thing. But the rookies look like rookies. CJ yeah. uh, Stroud had it put on him. Sure. Had him put on him. It could have been worse, too. It, I mean, two Lamar Jackson turnovers away from it being like 42 to 9. It was it was not the business. It was not the business at all. Yeah. Carolina. Again, that that, that uh, Falcons-Panthers game was closer than the score would indicate as we're now going the opposite direction. Sure, sure. But uh, Yeah, Bryce Young was looking rough. Yeah. Looking rough. The Bijan yeah. Robinson looked great. Bijan was a but, dude. Uh, Zay, Zay Flowers. Zay was Flowers a dude. looked great. Ritter Ritter struggled. I mean, you know, yeah. Atlanta's got some issues to work out too. But this, it's to me when you have an opportunity like this and you're Atlanta, how you don't show the NFL who Kyle Pitts is. I can't figure out why Atlanta can't figure out who their tight end is. The dude athletically should be the best one. He should be yeah. the best. Oh, he should be the best non Kelsey one. For sure. Oh, God. I'm not even talking about him being better. Oh, are you talking about system tight end Travis Kelsey? That's what I'm talking about. about. Yeah. 49ers, 30-7 to seven over the Steelers. They looked incredibly rough. Did Pittsburgh. They got no talent on the offensive side. I uh, don't sure. know where it will come from. All right. This isn't the Steelers being that bad. This is the Niners being that good. The yards. Did you see this, guys? The team yards at one moment was 199-1. to one. <laughs> Did you guys see that? It was an ass whipping of epic proportion in Pittsburgh. Well, was Ken, a- you know, Kenny Pickett was the highest rated quarterback in the preseason. Looked like they had made some steps, but they just could not get anything going yesterday. Najee Harris got banged up a few times. It looked like, and it just uh, Steelers fan. This is not who you are. This you know, is it, who it the Forty ers are. It all comes right. down to them making the mistake of of cutting. You know, Zach Gentry, Albuquerque legend Zach Gentry. That's, boom. And is that what it is? Boom. It's, 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 there it is. His absence showed yesterday. Can you imagine if you were in a football market in this country with just broadcast television and your two CBS games were the Saints and the Titans and the Raiders and the Broncos? Can you imagine if you watched those two football games this past weekend? As If you're not a Broncos <laughs> fan or a fan of any of the other teams, that is rough viewing. <laughs> that is the best commercial for YouTube package that you can God. get. <laughs> Just two snoozers. That may not have been uh, accidental. Hey, so maybe Jets offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett wasn't the problem. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't even score more than 16 points against the Raiders at home? Eagles pulled it Come off. Come on, Sean Payton. Where e- you at, Eagles Sean didn't P? look great either. No, but they did pull it off over they the did. Patriots, who also didn't yeah. look great. Great uh, game of the weekend, in my opinion, was the Dolphins and the Los Angeles Chargers. That was a shootout. So incredibly good. That was fun to watch. A world of entertainment. We'll go into depth on all these tomorrow. You know how tight it is on a Monday. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch until Tua's concussion. We Well, there's that. we got to <laughs> Previewing the Jets and the Bills tonight. This one is a big one. It's in New Jersey. Uh, the Jets are special because of hard knocks. They are special because of Aaron Rodgers. The Buffalo Bills should be that team. Uh, here's a note because I know a lot of people are looking. Demar Hamlin not active tonight. Will not be playing tonight. Boys, Bills on the road. New York versus New Jersey. Who you got? I'm curious to see how the other Jets play. Okay. We know Sauce Garner is going to be a stud. We know Quinn and Williams is going to be a yep. stud. We know Garrett Wilson is going to be a stud. We know Aaron Rodgers is going to be a stud. How do the rest of the Jets play? Alan Lazard. Do they have all the secondary pieces in place to actually be a good team? Does, are they just like floating by on a little bit of stardom? How does Brees Hall bounce back? Yeah, it's going to be a big one as is well. Is Brees Hall playing? Dalvin yeah. Cook yeah. down Dalvin the Cook. backfield. 
I am going to look past all of Van's commentary and take the Jets at home. I I don't think this is Buffalo season. I think their window is actually closed. If you ask me, boys. Yeah, I think they're they're on the decline already. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, I think Brian Dable had a huge part of Josh Allen's success, and mm-hmm. without him, he hasn't been the same. And uh, I I see a decline in Buffalo, unfortunately. Van, make a decision. I see a bad weather slugfest, and the Bills eke one out in the fourth quarter. Oh, okay. Well, so, you, I mean, you were the one talking about Rogers' record on Monday Night Football earlier. Yeah, right? yeah, my bad. I was behind the scenes. I thought that was on air. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has won nine straight Monday Night Football games. He is 9-0 and oh in the his an, last nine. The anti-Kirk Cousins. Yeah. First Monday night of the season coming out with the boys at Howie's Sports Page. They got, they got the foods. They got the drinks. We got the halftime giveaways. What am I missing here? Free glizzies. We got glizzies for the guys and gals. As soon as we get off air here, I'm going out to grill them up. You're going to grill glizzies for guys and gals? I am going to. That's a lot of G's, but yes. <laughs> Boys are here. Thank you for being with us up until now. We will be here all night long playing and laughing. Come say hi to us. And all season long on Mondays. Luke Markwood, thank you so very much. Oh, thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. Bob Walpole back at the station. You're an absolute dude. Thank you to Dan, Steve, and Orlando who took the time with the program today. Fan, what's your final words? Too much for the time a lot of my friend, but anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff and JJ. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke. Come to Howie. This report is sponsored by Lowe's.